Welcome back to the She's Busy AF podcast. This is episode 53. I'm your host, Lauren Loretto, and today I'm going to be talking about something a little different. (laughs) Not necessarily, I guess, marketing-related business, more business-focused. The reason I want to talk about this topic is because it was a topic that I was asked to speak about at a a networking event in February. And uh, when I was approached to to talk about this topic, I I said straight up to the organizer, I'm like, listen, I'm not going to bring the the sugar coat. I'm going to bring the real. And she's like, yeah, that's why we want you to do this. So um, get ready. It's definitely not going to be your typical uppity episode. I am really here to just keep it real and talk about motherhood, talk about balancing business and family. You know, whether you're aspiring to have a family and you ha- or you have one and you're trying to strike a balance, <laughs> we're going to talk about it all. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. All right, guys, welcome. Welcome back. So being successful in business and as a family member or a mother or as a family member in general, right? I'm going to take a swing at this topic with more of a motherhood picture in mind uh, because that is what's fresh and raw for me. So at the point of recording this podcast, my daughter is turning four months tomorrow. It's also weird to say my daughter. I joke about the fact that like I don't really feel like a mom yet. I'm like, when, like when, when does that happen? I don't know. I guess I'm asking out into the void. Like when do you start to feel like a mom? Is it when you have to like discipline your child for the first time? Because with newborns, you just watch them be cute. And my baby's particularly chunky. So I just like poke her fat and stuff. So yeah, I just feel like I have this little baby companion that I'm not necessarily a mother. Um, but someone is reliant on me and it is that child. She feeds off me. She does everything. So <laughs> there is that aspect. It does take a significant amount of time away from the life I had before. So for the record, this is my first baby. Um, I She was born in November of 2021. And I found out when I found out I was pregnant, <laughs> I went to the doctor and my doctor was like, all right, yep. So you're about this far along. And I'm like, okay, great. So when is she due? So this was March of 2021. So like, great. So when is she due? And he goes, he pulls out his little, like, there was this little diagram and he like moved it kind of around. So it showed you, you know, based on your last period, like, when are you expecting? He's like, oh, November. And my jaw dropped to the floor and I was like, this year? (laughs) He's like, yes, Lauren, this year. That's 10 months, nine months from now. And I'm like, oh. (laughs) So it was quite a wake up. Looking back, I was like, oh, yeah. I used to always say like, oh, when I get pregnant, it's going to be like nine months of preparing. I would say it was probably three months of preparing because those first three months and those last three months are just awful. (laughs) in pregnancy. Like, I mean, for me, they were. Um, But the three months in the middle had so much energy, so much motivation. So I had to kind of do double time in that time frame. But there really is like no preparing for what you're walking into, especially as a first time mom, no matter how many things people tell you, you can be as prepared as you want with understanding how certain ideals work with raising kids or like just being a mom, breastfeeding, you know, sleep, sleeping, sleep training, like anything you believe in, you can be educated in those things. But until you have that baby in front of you, who's going to be different from every baby out there. You just don't know. You know, I, when I found out I was pregnant, I was like, okay, cool. I need to tee up for like a solid quarter to take off when I have this baby. Like I want to be able, if the baby comes early, I want to be able to have October, November, December just 
done. Planned out, done. Like, I don't need to open my computer if I don't want to. That was the plan. Um, and uh, I had told myself that, too. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to open my computer for two weeks uh, or for a couple weeks, and I'm I'm just going to, you know, cruise, and it'll be fine. And that's not true. Like, I wanted to open my computer after about two weeks, and I just realized it was not going to be attainable. So a lot changed right there. And when my baby was first born, I was in a really dark place. I thought that I'd prepped I was sorely wrong. I I think I didn't have like the mental preparation that I like I was saying before, I just don't think anyone is really prepared for. You know, they talk about baby blues. I hope they talk about baby blues. I wish people talked about it to me more. But when you have your first kid, I feel like the world portrays that it's all rainbows and butterflies and life is so beautiful. And that is not how I felt. In fact, I told someone yesterday, like I was not obsessed with my baby until a couple weeks ago. I don't take shame in that. Um, I, that's just, that's how it was for me. I, I looked at my baby as I, I actually said to my husband at one point, I was like, she hates me. My baby hates me because she would just scream and scream and scream and like I I never had a baby before this was my first baby and all they do is poop cry eat and sleep so those first few weeks were really really tough for me and I definitely had some baby blues there borderline like postpartum depression you just everything hits you like a ton of bricks and I was so emotional like I had so many hormones just pumping around yeah I was just I was scared it was it was a time that I was like wow my life has changed so much and I didn't feel like my life was over but I just just knew it was not going to be the same going forward. And I do really think that a lot of it had to do with the hormones that are running through my body and like just the immediate impact of change mixed with total sleep deprivation. So, you know, once I got that in order... And we started balancing night feeds. He kind of stepped in and helped me out with those. My mental health definitely turned around. And another thing that I had to do was ask for help. And this is not something that I'm used to. And for anyone listening to this who also hates asking for help, when you have a baby, do not deny help, especially, especially if it's going to help you sleep more. If it's going to, if it's going to give you 30 minutes to go walk into another room and lay down for 30 minutes, like it does so much to your mental health. But yeah, in the beginning there, I just was struggling with a lot. I was struggling to find childcare. Um, so towards the end of what I considered my mandated maternity leave, I was like, okay, now I'll start looking, thinking, oh, it's going to be super quick to find childcare. It was not. It took me like a solid six weeks, I think, to find the girl I have now. And we shuffled through probably six or seven nannies. But towards the end, I was like, oh my God, I have all these strangers coming into my house to hang out with my child, to test this out. And like, when I thought I had someone locked in, it wasn't going to work out for them anymore. And I'm like, oh, great. Okay, cool. And a little bit of context. It's really hard. Like, it's not me. I'm not crazy. It's really hard to find a part-time nanny. I don't need a full-time nanny. I don't work 40 hours a week. And that's also like not what I want. Like, I want to be present as much as I can with my baby. So it's really hard to find someone who wants part-time because most people want the full-time salary. So I was struggling so hard there. And at one point, I remember looking at my husband and saying, am I just not supposed to work? Like, am I, is this just a sign that like I need to just be with the baby? And I'm really glad I didn't give up because I did find someone great. I have felt like I've struck a little bit of balance with work and baby. Like, and it's also crazy because before I, before I had the baby, like my peak productivity hours were in the morning. And I would still say that is the same, but it's different when I have a nanny, someone I'm paying while I'm working, like I can be so productive in two, three hours in the afternoon if that's when I have her, knowing that that is the time I have to get things done. Like it's just a weird effect 
<laughs> that has happened. Basically, <laughs> the productivity had to, had to shift there. And that's how I was able to just sit down, hone in. And it's crazy because looking back, and I know I've talked about some of these topics in previous podcast episodes, but looking back, I, I'm so glad I made the decision to hire a nanny. And I'm so glad I stuck it out because my business is more successful than it has ever been. And part of me thought like when I had a kid that no one was going to want to work with me because I'm a mom and uh, like the baby's going to be the priority over them. And when, you know, in life, we have priorities that are bigger than work. It's just that having a baby is like such a, there's so much weight that's placed on a woman in having a baby and so much, I think, outside perspective, like responsibility. But it's not the case at all that like I'm not as productive. If anything, I'm more productive. I get more done. So I'm, I'm really happy that I've been able to grow my business still. I've been able to continue on with my clients. I've actually grown every single one of my retainer clients has grown in their retainer capacity since I've had my child. So it's it's really cool what's been able to happen in that like kind of transformational shift. So this is just the start of family for me. I recognize that. I'm a few months in. I know there's mamas out there who are crushing it and doing probably better than me in a lot of areas. But this is my story. This is my perspective. And again, this is just the start. I cannot imagine adding a second child. For any of you out there who have a second child, like please give me your advice because going from one to two seems very daunting. But basically, I'm making habits now to be as present as possible when I'm with my children. Child, one child, and two fur babies. <laughs> um, I try to not multitask with Peter while while my baby is like in her bouncer or like playing on the floor. Like I really do want to interact with her and I don't want my kids to see me as a workaholic who won't pay attention. I know firsthand what that can do to a kid. But yeah, so this is just the start of it for me. I, I'm i looking forward to, you know, what the future holds with motherhood and balancing business and, and launching another business. And, you know, we're just trying to do all the things over here. But I kind of want to leave you with some advice, especially for new mamas who are trying to do it all. This is what worked for me. And I'm going to share that with you. This was, you know, like I said, this is what worked for me. Not that it's going to also work for you, but just some things to try if you feel like you're a little stumped as you get into it. So number one, a supportive partner. I feel like this is a must. AJ was super supportive of me when I was looking for childcare. He never once was like, okay, like just don't, like maybe just don't work. You know, he was always like, no, we're going to find somebody. And that was so important. A supportive team. So uh, <laughs> taking time off when I was in the hospital, I took off the most amount of time I've ever taken off from work, which was I think almost two weeks. I didn't look at my email and that's like insane for me. But it's because I had a team that I trusted and they were very supportive and they pinged me if there was a fire, but there really wasn't much and it worked out. So that was amazing. Supportive clients. If there's any resentment with anything, any work you do with your clients, if you go to do something and you're like, I I hate that I'm doing this, something's up. Either you need to raise your prices or you need to lose that client. And that was something I, I really realized there too, is the supportive clients were everything for me. And you know, if they're not supportive, great. It opens doors for bigger and better opportunities that are going to align with where you're at. And that's all I have to say about that one. Another thing is outsource what takes time away from work and family. And I'm talking about cleaning ladies, lawn, lawn people, anything that is going to help you feel more like you and allow you to do the things that you need to do to be successful in business and in family. For me, I have a cleaning person. That's a big one. I was having groceries delivered for a while because you know, the time and money, time and money were like equivalent to me. So if I paid a little bit more for a grocery delivery, that was going to save me time and let me do other things or maybe not have to like worry about like hustling to leave the house, which as you know, with a newborn, or if you know, 
what it's like leaving the house with a newborn. It is not easy. So having groceries delivered for a while was like what worked for me. So outsource what takes that time away from work and family. And then lastly, understand your capacity as a business owner. If you are just feeling overwhelmed and like you're going to burn out and that you can't really balance both, this is something you really need to take a look at. It's definitely the one area of my life that I feel like I can control. So there are seasons to scale back and make time for your family. You need to prioritize and prepare for them. Me looking at the calendar right now for the year, I'm having my actual church wedding with my husband. We have like a, we had a civil ceremony last year. We're having an actual church wedding later this year in September. And so I know that that's going to be, September is going to be a season I want to slow down and just be present with my family. So I'm preparing for that now. So those are just things to think about. Look ahead. Most families have summer, have, kids have, uh, have a summer break. So what do you, what's going to happen? Are you going to put them in camp, which I really want to put my kids in camp because I love camp, but not because I want to work, you know, because I want them to have a good experience. But, you know, maybe that means taking Mondays and Fridays off as a business owner in the summer so that you can be with your kids a few more days. What What's possible for you? Plan that out. So anyways, <laughs> that is going to sum up today's episode. Pretty raw, pretty off the cusp. I didn't really have an outline for this. So I'm sorry if it was all over the place, which tends to happen when I'm like, I'm just going to wing it. <laughs> but this was definitely um, an impactful conversation I had with the people at this networking event I went to. And so I wanted to shed some light in this podcast format. I really hope that as an aspiring mama or a current mama, even a dad, if I got some boys listening to this one, I hope that you are able to take some things away from this and just be the best human you can be for yourself and for your family. I think I really want to, the last thing I really want to say here is I truly believe there's no such thing as balance in balancing family, balancing business, balancing everything. It's just being effective where it matters. Really think about that um, because if you're striving for balance, I feel like you're going to disappoint yourself and I can speak firsthand on that. Um, But if I can be effective in areas of my life, if I can be a very effective mom, an effective business owner, being effective fulfills me more than the chase of finding balance because at the end of the day, my head is still spinning with ideas and things that need to get done. So if I can tell myself, okay, Lauren, you were effective in what you did today, then I feel so much better than Lauren, you spent most of your day working and two hours with your kid. Do you see like the mental difference? The mental, like the mindset difference there is is huge. So don't strive for balance, strive for effectiveness and do the best you can. Be be the best mom, the best business owner that that you can be. And I promise that is enough. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of She's Busy AF. If you enjoyed it, please share on Instagram. I'd be happy to reshare. You can tag me at Brand Good Time. And I will see you on the next episode of She's Busy AF.